up, y'all? It's your boy, the one and only A Switch, aka the 270 time, wait, 290 time social distancing champion, aka nigga stew kid. <laughs> AKA the nigga version of the stoop kid. <laughs> stoop kid, afraid to leave the stoop. Uh, AKA, that should have been a damn email. Don't know why y'all brought me here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, them, them, them angry people, hey man. Let me just keep it real with y'all. This should have been a damn email. Shouldn't have brought my ass here. <laughs> AKA the Nickelodeon Master bringing you yet another episode of Switches Sites, episode 93 to be exact. Today's date is February 25th, 2021. We getting close to uh I don't even what do you even call it? The the COVID COVID anniversary. It's not you you don't want to celebrate it, but I mean it's it's something. It's a happy COVID COVID versary. I don't none it's <laughs> it's like any way you put it, it does not it's not flattering at all to uh to uh, commemorate son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. I forgot to record son of a bitch. Uh, I just created more work for myself. It's okay. It's okay. We still gonna go with it. We still gonna go with it though. Um, yeah, man, world is crazy. Of course, as always, anything um i guess non-related happened noteworthy i'm a, at least i'm gonna try to keep that theme going somewhat semi-cultural events going on that that comes to mind but it's like uh i guess really random twitter is trying to do a super follow thing which is like i guess it's like a like a super follow or i mean what is it called on a uh, tinder super like it's like, uh, it's like that does nothing more than what it, what it started with, but all right, either way, <laughs> uh, let me double check. Is there anything culturally, culturally relevant, which I, I would say no. So, uh, I mean this week. This is some very delightful surprises, at least specifically since last episode, for sure. Um, but before we start that, I uh, just want to remind everybody, Switches Sites podcast is a podcast focused around gaming, where I talk about gaming and just that solo gaming podcast, where we also maybe dab a little bit of a, you know, somewhat related nerd culture geek culture we co I don't even know how to even put it all into one but yeah so just to just in case you uh don't know what you get into I'm letting you know 
I'm sorry. <laughs> I started off with, with apologizing, but you know what? Hey, it's valid. Nonetheless, let me take a sip real quick. Stay hydrated, by the way. Get your H2O. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have drunk. <laughs> I shouldn't have drunk all of the mic. I apologize for that. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm not high. I promise. I'm not. I'm not inebriated either. I promise. All right. So, without further ado, let's stop the dilly dallying and get right into it. So, first topic of discussion. Uh, probably the biggest more or less event out of this, uh, week, uh, PlayStation state of play came out of nowhere and they just, you know, I was knocked out PlayStation like, Hey motherfucker, we got, uh, fuck, we got a uh, state of play coming Thursday, um, February 25th. I hope you ready, bitch. <laughs> Like, wait, I'm I'm not ready. Well, bitch, you better be ready. God damn it. Get your ass up. You old bitch ass. <laughs> State of play, bitch. I'm like, oh, oh shit. Oh God. State of play. All right. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> that same dude. The same dude that was, um, <laughs> wasn't prepared for the, uh, for the Nintendo Direct. <laughs> Little little continuity for you. Same dude that wasn't ready for the for the direct. It's, it's not ready for the state of play. <laughs> oh, no, oh, oh wait, no, I'm not ready. <laughs> I don't know why that's killing me. Huh. Um so yeah. Uh I guess we'll start it off in terms of the, the chronological order, at least that I remember. I mean, to be honest, for the most part, it was pretty forgettable, at least the majority of the games, at least that didn't interest me specifically, but I would assume it interest, uh, others just maybe not me. Actually, let me get a recap. Cause I'm probably going to forget a lot. I feel like it wasn't a lot, but it felt like it was substantial. I feel like it was substantial at least. But let me double check. Cover your bases. Let us see. What they look at look at PlayStation. Did they give the look at PlayStation giving the complete recap? They, they doing it big out here. I tell you PlayStation looking out. Okay. So I guess it started off with crash bandicoot Four. man. I totally forgot about that crash bandicoot <laughs> crash bandicoot. I don't know why I'm saying it like that. I'm just going to skip it. Crash bandicoot Four. It's about time deep dive. So I guess they, I think I joined a little bit late. I was like, I was on Twitch, Twitch and watching it. And then I guess, uh, like a dumbass, I was just realizing, wait a minute, 
uh, I didn't press. Did you press the, uh, the, the play button? I did it and it was just there. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> the same. Oh shit. <laughs> and I refreshed it. And then I see, uh, uh, crash Bandicoot. So, uh, at least for that game specifically, I believe there is 4k enhancements and I would assume, well, I think in, it was already in four, um, I'm pretty sure it was 4k before, but probably checkerboarded 4k, which is not native 4k, which is what it will be in the PS five update. Uh, and I believe it's also a free upgrade. If you have the PS four version, which I believe so, uh, haptic or adaptive triggers and haptic feedback, I guess, obviously there, um, Activity cards. I'm not even sure what that is throughout each game's dimension. So I guess that, that, uh, goes back to the PlayStation five integration. So, um, oh yeah, they, they did. They were a little vague about the upgrade process for PS4. So reading it from their site already on the PlayStation four version of the game, we've got you covered owners of both the digital and physical versions of crash Bandicoot four. It's about time can upgrade from the PS four to the enhanced PS five version at no additional cost. PS four digital owners can navigate to the PS five version of the game at PlayStation store and download it at no cost except in Japan. PS4 disc owners must insert their disc in, into their PS5 and navigate to the PlayStation store to download the PS5 version at no cost, except in Japan, internet, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I see the asterisk though. Uh, it was for at no additional cost to upgrade the, the PlayStation 4 disc version of the game to the digital PS5 version. You'll need a PS5 console with a disc drive. Owners of a PS4 disc copy must insert it into the PS5 every time they want to download or play the PS5 digital version. So I guess still technically like the physical version of the game. So that's fine. Okay. That, that's fine. All right. It's not, not, not too crazy. Uh, Returnal, that uh, third person space shooter with, I guess a groundhog day like mechanic, or I guess I'm assuming if you die, you get to, you know, repeat everything again, or it seems to be uh, a cycle, um, form of gameplay kind of maybe somewhat possibly similar to a uh, Hades, but maybe not as rogue like ish, but who knows? We don't even, I'm not even sure what to expect with this game. I'm interested. I'm definitely going to pick it up, but I'm, I'm very curious as to what this game is. Uh, some of the gameplay was, you know, they showed a couple of enemies and that was fine. Uh, nothing, I guess, outstanding or like, Oh my God, I gotta get this, but it was decent, pretty good. Uh, and then uh, at a, it seemed like a weird stinger at the end where like she enters a home that's her home and she's it's in first person. So, I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, I don't know if they were trying to get, uh, get silent Hills fans or what, but maybe they did. Who knows? But this other game, the next game after that though, Sifu 
man, that is it, it, that is on my radar of the highest priority. <laughs> What's that meme with the uh, on TikTok with the black dude? Like, give me one of those. Give me one of those. <laughs> but sir, they're not available. Give me one of those. <laughs> uh, yeah, seafood's tight. At first, it was looking initially. I was talking about it on Twitter a bit, like um, initially, like uh, sleeping dogs. I was getting, I was getting some vibes of you know, like how the combat was, as well as <laughs> it was a stretch. But Rise to Honor, I was like, oh, oh crap, they got a new star for Rise to Honor coming back since the PS2 era. For those that don't know, sorry, I was uh, reflecting reminiscing uh rise honor was a pretty fun ps2 game where you play as jet lee who played as some like physical fictional character in the game but the cool unique aspect about that game is that uh you didn't use the face buttons to attack but you use the directional the analog sticks to attack as i think in particular the right analog stick and as well as with a combination of the uh, shoulder buttons, um, you know, L1, L1, R1, R2, L2, uh, which was cool. Uh, I thoroughly enjoyed that game uh, as a fan of Jet Li as well. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it. I also recommend it if you happen to maybe have a PS2 or a PS3 that has the coveted PS2 backwards compatibility. That's great. It's good. If you like, uh, you know, action games, John Woo movies, it's up your alley. It's totally random, but hey, I had to mention it. But uh, the combat looks good, at least in the trailer showed a dude like growing up and then being old. And I guess his sensei died. And then he, uh, <laughs> it's an unusually large number of uh, dudes in a hallway to be confronting this dude, but... Either way, he beat their ass. That's for sure. I know that much. He was he was beating the brakes off. <laughs> he was beating the brakes off. Let's be honest. But it was like six, seven of them just beating their ass. He he cracking ankles. He busting kneecaps. All while having some beads in his wrist. Gotta respect it. That's all I'm saying. So I'm definitely looking forward to this whenever it comes out because uh, it's on the radar. I think they said 2021 so it is coming 2021 but we don't have a a nailed down release date for that uh next was knockout city i guess they showed the same game again from uh, the nintendo direct uh they went to a little bit more detail with it um which uh, i appreciated at least kind of broke down the initial trailer on the uh from the nintendo direct so uh it gave you a better understanding and 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 might I say a way better job of, of being a trailer than the one on the, the Nintendo direct was. Cause man, I was like totally just confusing as to what the game was. Like, is it some meta game where you're playing as these, these uh, fictional characters who are playing these other characters or something like that? I don't know, but yeah. So there you go. Um, journey. Uh, what is solar ash, which I guess is a successor to transistor. I want to say I could be wrong. It's probably some other game that I'm messing up. Solar ash. 
what was the other game before it? Hyperlight Drifter, that's what it is. I always get those mixed up. But I guess it's the spiritual su- successor. Well, I guess it probably could be some continuity. We, I don't think we know that yet, but seemed cool. Didn't doesn't seem like my cup of tea, but I may give it a shot. Definitely looks like a perfect PlayStation Plus game that I would try if it was, you know, free, you know, but hey, who knows? A new trailer comes out. I might be wooed. I'm like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> then uh, weirdly, I don't know, man. Uh, we got a trailer for Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach. I guess <laughs> as uh, somebody who's not a Five Nights at Freddy's fan, I want to, did I actually get them? I've never played them at least. So it, it uh, seems to be very, very streamer gamer reactiony focused, which I don't know something about that puts me off for some reason, but I mean, it's probably, it's up there in terms of success. So Clearly they're doing something right with getting this, this game out now. So it seems to be a totally different direction from the, the original ones where you're, I think you're static and it's, how do you describe it? Not as, uh, not as interactive or involved. Does that make sense? Um, but this one seems like you're actually going through the environments. I'm getting kind of a outlast vibe, but in a, you know, desolated, I don't know, um, what do you call the characters that are doing stuff? You know, um, the stuffy care, <laughs> I'm gonna just call them stuffy characters. Cause that, that entertains me more, but you know, Hey, if you're a, if you're a young child with a PS five and you like five nights at Freddy's boy is your day made <laughs> your day is made. Then they showed Odd World Soul Storm, which is cool. It's okay. Uh, again, a, a game not really up my alley. Uh, arguably, I never didn't give it a legitimate shake and, and or chance as well, but it's still good. It's still good though. I mean, I can't say it for myself, but I've heard that people really do adore these games. So you got that. Um. Oh, you got Kenya, Kenna, 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 Kenna. Gotta do it. Kenna, <laughs> Kenna Bridge of Spirits. Uh, this looks from a graphical perspective, uh, artistic direction perspective. It looks really damn good. Uh, I ain't gonna lie. It's been a, I was tempted to lick the screen, not Kenna, but lick the screen. I don't know her age regardless. So I was going to just look the screen off of pure graphical fidelity that I appreciated it. So, um, yeah, I mean, you got a little combat in there. You got, uh, it was slightly disturbing at the end. I guess some woman, uh, was morphing into a, a monster. I forgot how they turn into that. Uh, I would assume it's probably some underlying message there. I would assume, but who knows? That's yet to be found out. I will probably wait on this game personally, uh, but I definitely 
would be a cool game I'd pick up if it was like cheaper when it when it gets cheaper I wouldn't be a game I'd immediately jump for but hey it was cool then you got you got Deathloop you got the I, I'm still confused about this game and this the trailer kind of confused me a bit more to be honest where it, it showed the same format of the last trailer I think back in June before the PS5 released and it's how do you even how do you even describe it I don't even know how, how to describe it but it I guess what's throwing me off is that what the trailer seems to imply is that again it's a similar groundhog day format where you know if you die you have to repeat uh try it again and all that but what's confusing is that there are two it seems to be it, it, it what it seems to be is that there's like a 1v1 slash a, a, I think it's called asymmetrical in, in this context where it's, you're facing another real opponent, but one person is trying to stop. Uh, I believe the girl is generally trying to stop the dude from, uh, I guess completing his mission. And, you know, obviously the guy wants to complete it. Um, I guess I get that, but it doesn't seem like that's been confirmed. So, I guess I'm just curious as to who this, this person is, are they just more intelligent than the, the, I guess, general bystanders or what? So I guess that's the biggest confusing thing for me, but it, uh, otherwise it does feel like very, very, um, dishonored -y in terms of all the, the abilities and moves and kind of combinations you can like make for the most part. So. I'm interested. I'm curious. I just want to know more about how the game actually functions, if that makes sense, because I feel like it's like some wall that's uh, starting to form uh, between me and this game and me, you know, getting it at some point. But we'll see. Cool trailer, though. I mean, let's let's not be mistaken. It's a cool trailer. I appreciate it. Um, and man, you know what, you know what, um, this has to be its own segment. This literally has to be its own segment because I'm about to go in. I'm just letting you know. So after that, it was looking pretty somber to be honest. And of course they, they, they had to drop that one more thing in there. I don't think they said that or did that, but you know, you get the idea. Um, so man, <sighs> I feel like I'm getting emotional. <laughs> I'm about to propose to somebody or something. Um, out of nowhere, they, uh, they dropped final fantasy seven remake for PS five. So pretty much they uh, announced the uh, upgrade uh, for final fantasy seven remake. I guess it's going to be called final. I got to do it. It, it. This is mandatory. Final, final fantasy seven remake. Intergrade. intergrade. <laughs> I kind of like that. I'm not going to lie. 
Uh, actually, let me look up integrate because I don't even know <laughs> what is that. Uh, what is a general term? I feel like there's some symbolism in there. I mean, you know, this is this is decorate <laughs> decorated, um, directed by uh, Nomura. So integrate pass into another form by a series of intervening forms. Uh, a form resulting from integrating. Okay. Yeah, that, that leads to a lot of interpretation, especially if you played the played uh, Final Fantasy VII. It's a lot to be uh, interpreted there. Um, <laughs> that, that's You definitely get a Nomura vibe from that. Um, but I like it. Final Fantasy VII Remake Intergrade. I really like it. I feel like I shouldn't like it, but I really like it. I really do. I really like it. I really like it. <laughs> um, so, uh, pretty much you get a, a lot of graphical upgrades, uh, for the PS5. Um, it seems like the PS4 is going to be left wayside. Uh, but I mean, it's for a better cause considering, uh, you get very vastly improved graphics. I don't, <laughs> I guess maybe that's up for debate in terms of, uh, some of the decisions and I guess re- reception so far, but, um, you at least get faster loading times. Of course, they highlighted a lot of that in the trailer. Um, what else? Uh, you can transfer, transfer your saves from PS4 to PS5, the PS5 version. And what's very surprising, uh, this is very not Square Enix in the best way is that actually the upgrade is free. Uh, if you have the PS4 version going to PS5, uh, you'll get the PS5 upgrade for free for free. Um, which is pretty cool. So it's very unexpected. Knowing Square Enix, how they like to charge an arm and a leg and, uh, your kidney for, uh, you know, a simple upgrade like this. Good on Square Enix. Given some credit, credit where credits do. Good job, Square Enix. Good job. You did it. <laughs> I'm having too much fun with that. Um, so yeah, you got that. You got a photo mode, a photo mode. I don't know. That seems to be the very, the most like, how, how would I describe it? The most like novel thing ever, but people lose their shit over a photo mode nowadays, which is funny. I mean, photo mode is cool. If you, you know, like to take photos, I guess, <laughs> Uh, at least going back to the visual modes, um, there is a, there was a, um, what am I thinking of? Uh, graphical modes. So you can go 1440p 60 FPS for performance, uh, which that's probably likely where I'm going to go. Or you can go, uh, the high fidelity mode where you can, um, supposedly be in four native 4k, but 30 FPS. So you have those options and, uh, it's great. I would assume, uh, I think, uh, understandably. So we have to pour one out for, uh, the, uh, doors 
the doors and uh the yeah basically just the doors in final fantasy 7 remake um if you don't know they're uh <laughs> i was joking about it a little bit on twitter but they uh it was kind of a running joke at least when it came out that how poorly rendered the doors were and in a, a couple other environments and um you know assets in the game but more than likely that it, this will be solved in uh in uh in <laughs> remake intergrade oh man i gotta get used to saying it now um so things are improving the world is healing <laughs> the world is healing now and of course how could i forget uh they showed a dope ass trailer of um i guess what looks to be a dlc episode including i, I forgot what is her reputable name the thief herself yuffie that son of a bitch she's back yuffie's back bitch you already know so we got yuffie and some other character i forgot his name i think his name was one or something he, I thought he was Sid at first, but, uh, cause you know, he was like a lights, uh, uh, dude, a blonde haired dude. I guess he's kind of brunette now, uh, but had a, a staff. I was like, oh, that's gotta be Sid, but I guess it's not. So apparently you're probably going to be in a pretty decent campaign or, you know, episode with both of them. They showed a, a pretty good amount of gameplay. Uh, showing them, uh, you know, fighting some, some monsters. You got Yuffie, uh, styling on some, you know, random, random, uh, hooks and shit, like flipping and doing acrobatics. She using her famous, uh, I forgot what you call it. Like a, a huge ass shuriken or whatever. And it's great. It's great. It's pretty great. It's good. Um, I guess the detail with that is that that DLC will only be purchased, can only be purchased on the PS5 version of the game. So pretty much it seems like likely that if you have PS4, you won't be able to play this. You have to upgrade to the PS5 version to play it, which personally I understand. Cause it's like, it's, it's, it's gonna be some point where you're gonna have to cut people off. And, you know, I believe even though like, for some reason, uh, developers don't like to admit it, that it, it, there is some point where, uh, when you're developing for previous generation, it's gonna hold your current generation games back to some extent, whether it's like doing something you would otherwise do with, you know, a, um, current generation in mind versus, you know, um, doing something and realizing it, it it will never work on a pre previous generation console. And it, you know, just the idea being scrapped or watered down, then maybe what could have been way better. So personally, I think it's fine, but I understand since uh PS fives are still very rare and hard to come by nowadays. Um, but Hey, Hope, uh, hope that Mewtwo comes in your life and you, yeah, you're able to catch it with, with ease. I don't know why I use that analogy, but Hey, I thought it was appropriate. I'm sorry. 
Um, but yeah, man, looking good, looking good. And I think I heard there is a materia swap mode or materia swap feature, which I was, uh, I was concerned about that, but man, that is, that is great. That's excellent. That's all I ever wanted. It's all I ever needed. Um, yeah. So, Hey, Yuffie's back. We got, we got upgrades. We got 60 FPS. We got fast loading times all with that goodness. That is final fantasy seven remake. It's a great time, man. It really is. Oh yeah. It is coming out June 10th, 2021. I'm ready. I'm so ready. I'm so ready. Uh, weird thing towards the end of the trailer. Uh, they showed, uh, I guess this character, if you never played Dirge of Cerberus, what are you, what are you even doing? You're not a real Final Fantasy seven fan. If you never played (laughs) Dirge of Cerberus, (laughs) wanna be (laughs) freaking, freaking wanna (laughs) be, uh, that's my gate (laughs) gatekeeper. Um, it's some character, some gatekeeping character that I'm, I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> you never played Dirge of Cerberus. Huh? Huh? Uh, you're not a real fan. <laughs> just some random dude to just say, huh? <laughs> I really hate, I really despise what I just created there. I really did. Um, no, oh, I hate it so much. <laughs> I hate it so much. Oh man. Um, so, Hey, there you go, man. That made me so thirsty. I, I was thirsting so much over it. It got me thirsty. Got me hot and bothered talking about <laughs> all this final fantasy seven talk. Got my nipples hard. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I would, I will rub them for you right now, Twitch, but you know, Hey, Twitch won't let me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You would get some of that content, but Hey, have no fear. Can go to my only, <laughs> go to my only fans. <laughs> That's where all the real fun is. Uh, I don't like it. Uh, also some other details on that. I actually, um, that I forgot, uh, full, full dual sense support, uh, two brand new chapters, 8.5 all dressed up and a mysterious chapter 19, Hmm. a new boss battle maybe, but this was rumored though, initially. I guess this got leaked yesterday where everybody thought it was a uh, ever crisis was the title that rumor title way back that this was the title for this one, but actually it's not, it ended up being retrograde. So I guess technically take it with a grain of salt, but it seems to possibly line up. It seems to be in line with, with, uh, Nomura from what I heard doing stuff like this, but yeah. So there's that, to suck on, you know, suck on respectfully, you know, not, not hard or anything like that. Um, wait a minute. <laughs> I 
I don't know where that went, but you know what? We gonna we gonna we gonna veer to the left though. Um, is there anything else? Just a just a just to stop just the just for the last time to stop gushing. Uh, I'm really digging them. Uh, is it called a moop? Is this a is it a moop? <laughs> is that uh <laughs> that that dad coming back again? He sees seeing his son playing playing uh, Final Fantasy VII Retrograde. Uh, you know, is that a that's a damn moop? That's a moop uh moop costume she wearing, ain't it? I think that's the term. I could be totally wrong, but you know what? <laughs> You've never played Final Fantasy before. <laughs> Uh, I despise it. I despise it, but I do like it to a certain extent. Um, I guess looking at this, some of this art, it's cool because the dude, he looks like he's got some, um, he's got some, uh, he, he has to be from Wu Tai. Yeah. He looks very Wu Tai ish. Um, which is, which was, uh, where Yuffie originated from. Thank you very much. <laughs> Yuffie originated from there, so yeah. <laughs> uh, these characters, I don't like them. I don't like them at all. All right, sticking with Final Fantasy VII remake news. Weirdly enough, they did announce in like why, but Final Fantasy VII: The First Soldier uh, was announced. So basically it's a battle royale game set in the final fantasy seven universe, um, where you're a soldier candidate, uh, reading a tweet. That's not all. We're also presenting two new mobile games. Here's final fantasy seven. The first soldier, a battle royale game set in Midgard before the events of final fantasy seven as a soldier candidate. No, I said that weird as a soldier candidate. See, they, they capitalized it and then they put that in lowercase and I just, all right. As a soldier candidate, make full use of your abilities in a battle for your survival. So you can be the first soldier. I just added that. <laughs> um, let me look at this actually. I don't think I saw the full trailer. I uh, hope Square Enix don't copyright. I'm gonna keep it real low. Put my ad lip in it. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Battle Royale. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, join a fray. Waste your foes. Make up the ranks. Oh, uh, that looks kind of cool. They're using like materia and shit. Oh, that's kind of cool. If somebody she's she's dressed like a cocoa bowl, they sniping people. You can use melee combat. Ah. Uh. This is actually pretty dope. Oh, uh, and you you could use uh what is it the the um the wind magic to uh go up. Oh, that's cool. He's using a sword. Oh man. Uh, Ifrit, motherfucker, summon Ifrit, fucking up. Oh my god. Oh my god. They're fighting like random enemies too. What is that about? They're fighting that first boss from, um, from the remake. 
you can become history's first soldier. Ah, <laughs> uh, I want to play that, but not on mobile though. Uh. See, I don't see why this, why, why they wouldn't put this on console. I think this, to be honest, it would make a killing on console. Just think of all the people like salivating, waiting uh, for um, for like the next Final Fantasy remake and, um, you know, this update as well. They would eat this up. I don't get why it's got to come to console at some point. So, uh, yeah, speaking of games that should be coming to console as well that are on only planned for mobile, at least currently is yet another final fantasy seven remake game. Uh, but this one, weirdly enough, final fantasy seven ever crisis. So that this is what that actually was. So basically it's a single player RPG covering all final fantasy seven titles, including compilations. So what does that include? Let me tell you. Final Fantasy VII uh, Advent Children, which is basically the movie. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Before Crisis, which was like um, technically yet another mobile prequel game um, that was only on mobiles. I think it was like super ancient mobile phones or something like that. And maybe restricted to only like Japan and or Asia, I want to say. Then, of course, you have the Immaculate Great magnificent crisis core, which is, I'm very curious. And then dirge of Cerberus, which is the, um, the, the spinoff game with a uh, Vincent, I believe it's more of a shoot, like a shooter, which I, t- <laughs> I've, I act weirdly have the, one of the most random games to have that I, I recall having. I do have that. I definitely plan to play now considering that one random character at the end of the, um, Final Fantasy VII remake. Uh, why do I want to say Encore now? Because that I got core in the head now. On uh, on guard. <laughs> I want to say on guard so bad. I know it's. But uh, uh, what what <laughs> what's that game you want, son? You want that Final Fantasy VII on grade? Um, is it on guard? <laughs> no, Dad. Ha. <sighs> Oh, dad. Uh. Dad. Uh, uh. <laughs> I thought it was that, uh, that Final Fantasy VII, um, that damn Final Fantasy VII on guard, uh, in, 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 in Chante. Dad, shut up. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. That's funny. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, you know, it's, you know, it's so many of them dads out there just giving a, giving their kids a hard time, just being, in, just intensely trolling the hell out of them. I ain't gonna lie. That's probably gonna be me. Let's, let's be honest. That's probably gonna be me if I ever have kids, but that, that shit is funny. <laughs> you playing that, uh, what you playing at that, uh, Final Fantasy on, on Carte, un, Uncharted. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. 
you playing? You playing that Final Fantasy Uncharted? Dad, get the. F- <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh man! Oh man! That son would be hella salty. Oh, uh, that just <laughs> totally ruined his vibe playing the game and everything. <laughs> Uh, you're not my dad anymore oh man that's rich that's rich so (laughs) i'm sorry to get the track that shit was that shit was cracking me up um yeah so final fantasy 7 ever crisis basically literally the whole lineage of the final fantasy i guess sub sub series if anything uh, but basically it's supposedly the whole of uh, the entire compilation of Final Fantasy seven and more. I'm very curious what more is, but what's uh, the biggest, I guess, disappointment annoyance is that one, this is only mobile. And two, if you see some of the gameplay, it looks like a damn it looks like a damn faithful, like literal one-to-one remake of Final Fantasy VII, if it were to be remade today. You know, using the the somewhat semi-chibi, I guess, as characters. But it looks pretty good, though. It's like faithful to Final Fantasy VII original. You know, in a more, I guess, hardcore sense for. I guess Final Fantasy seven purists that, you know, want it to be like literally as close as possible to the original game, which this actually pretty definitely abides by, I'd say for sure. You got, you got the bar. He's going everywhere. He looks very high def, but still keeping that chibi esque vibe from seven, like all the other characters. Um, oh man. Uh, and then playing this always like crisis core and freaking uh, a lot of these I've not played like before crisis, especially advent children curious to see how they translate, uh, translate that to a game. Ah, yeah. And it's, and then when they're, when they're battling, it seems to revert to, to the remake battling where it looks more like, you know, the final fantasy seven remake uh, characters and battling and battle system and everything, but it's turn-based. So essentially what a lot of purists want it in terms of, uh, like literal turn-based, uh, if this does not come to console and and then they're showing crisis core, Zach pulling out his original. Oh my God. Oh my God. 2022 for iOS and Android when it should have been on at least switch at the very least. I am disgusted. Square Enix. If you're hearing this, I am disgusted. This needs to be on every damn console known to man immediately. Don't take my words lightly. Square Enix. Don't you dare. I swear to God. Yeah, this is like, this is like one of the most square Enix things to do, man. This is like, this is totally a square Enix thing. 
I would assume it's got to come to console at some point. Uh, cause at least maybe our best indicators that, um, the one final fantasy 15 mobile, I guess final fantasy 15 mobile version, I believe came it. it I, I'm pretty sure it premiered on mobile and then, um, got ported to like, uh, the switch and PS4 at least not sure about Xbox, but it's gotta be, it's gotta be. Cause that, that is too, people want that. Just not on mobile though. Just give us an option. Can we, can we transfer our saves? Oh, that, that's, I'm not gonna lie. That's a little infuriating that like people literally want this and they're giving it to them. You can have it. But on your iPhone, huh? You want it on your iPhone, right? I know you do. No, I don't. I really don't. I really don't. (sighs) That's disappointing. And yeah, I guess that's also weird that like they're doing this, but they're, (laughs) they're also remaking Final Fantasy, but they're remaking it again, but, uh, demaking it technically, but also continuing the next part, but also adding a DLC episode to, to it as well. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's Final Fantasy seven. So, I mean, I'm loving it, but at the same time, I am so confused as well. This seems like a total, totally a no more thing, but Hey, it's, uh, it's his playground. We're just riding in it. You know what I mean? And we just riding in it. That's all we're doing. We're just riding. We're just riding in it. Okay. It's, uh, it's enough gushing. I think I, I blew my, <laughs> blew my Final Fantasy seven load. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to get explicit, but I mean, it's, it's really no way to quantify what, uh, what you guys just witnessed. So, um, staying in line with, PlayStation news. Um, PlayStation. (laughs) That's it. Thank you. Thanks for coming to my tech talk. Uh, so PlayStation officially announced the next generation of PlayStation VR. So, uh, it seems to be you know, still in development. I believe they said 2022. I don't even think they gave a definitive date, but it is coming and it's coming very hard. Just <laughs> that's, that's totally an action movie thing. Actually, I'll read, I'll read, uh, you know what? I'll read their statement. Why not? More than four years ago, I got to get my talk in more than four years ago. We launched PlayStation VR to offer a transformative new way to play games on PS4, providing a much stronger sense of presence and deeper immersions to players compared with traditional games. In that time, we've seen tremendous experiences that have propelled virtual reality gaming forward, including highly acclaimed titles like Astrobot Rescue Mission, 
Tetris effect, blood and truth, Moss, Beat Saber, and Resident Evil 7 Biohazard. We've also enhanced the experience for some PSVR titles when played on PS4 Pro and PlayStation 5. Today, I'm pleased to share that our next generation VR system will be coming to PlayStation 5, enabling the ultimate entertainment experience with dramatic leaps in performance and interactivity. Players will feel an even greater sense of presence and become even more immersed in their game worlds once they put on the new headset. We're continuing to innovate with our new VR system so that our fans can continue to enjoy the unique experiences that are synonymous with PlayStation. We're taking what we've learned since launching PSVR on PS4 to develop a new next-gen VR system that enhances everything from resolution and field of view to tracking and input. It will connect to PS5 with a single cord to simplify setup and improve ease of use while enabling a high fidelity visual experience. I think you get the point. Uh, actually, no, no, this is actually some good stuff. One of the innovations we're excited about is our new VR controller, which will incorporate some of the key features found in the DualSense wireless controller along with a focus on great ergonomics. That's just one of the examples of future-proof technology we're developing to match our vision for a whole new generation of VR games and experiences. There's still a lot of development underway for our new VR system, so it won't be launching in 2021, but we wanted to provide this early update to our fans. As the development community has started to work on creating new worlds for you to explore in virtual reality. We also want to thank all of our PSVR players for your continued support. With upcoming games like After the Fall, Sniper Elite VR, and Humanity, there's so much more to come for PSVR whether you're playing on PS4 or PS5. With both PlayStation VR and the next generation VR system we're building, our commitment to virtual reality as a medium for games is stronger than ever. We look forward to sharing more details in the future. <laughs> uh, they were yelling at that, I don't know. So, PSVR is still alive. VR is going nowhere, it seems, along with the Oculus Quest 2 and whatnot, so. I think this next VR might be the one I bite the bullet on. This might be the one I might go in on. I've yet to yet to dabble in VR or fully embrace VR for that matter. Uh, but this might be it. This might be the one chief. We'll see. We'll see. We shall see. We'll see PlayStation. We'll see. Um, but pretty cool though. Uh, at least. At least it uh feels like PlayStation VR is um not going the way of 3D uh in terms of you know semi gimmicky stuff that eventually drifted away 
but hey, I respect it. I appreciate it. I do. Moving on, keeping still in line with PlayStation news. Um, in an interview with Jim Ryan, head of PlayStation, um, there's a lot in this interview, actually a lot more details, but one thing that did pop up in, in particular was, uh, the mention of, uh, PlayStation games coming to PC, uh, in, in the interview with GQ, uh, they talked about the possibility of more PC PlayStation exclusives coming to PC, which at least so far we got uh, horizon zero dawn. And I guess technically death stranding, even though I think the deal is, uh, I think that still applies, but either way, uh, two exclusives that currently have, uh, jumped to, to PC as well. And they also did announce that days gone is also coming to PC this spring. Uh, at least his statement specifically, a whole slate of them is on the way, starting with days gone this spring. So, I mean, if, if they, if they are allergic to money, I mean, I guess they won't put bloodborne out, but I mean, if they want money, they will put bloodborne out. I'm just saying, uh, that's obviously the big, the big omission uh, desire, but I think we'll probably hear about that. That feels like a June announcement, uh, for PlayStation, at least whatever, whatever that's going to look like, but feels like a, feels like a, uh, a very, a very, uh, June announcement, a E3 announcement that'll get a lot of people riled up in the best way. You know, we'll see though. We'll see. (laughs) I like this meme on a reset era, uh, talk about this issue, this, uh, this, this, uh, topic where (laughs) it's got Thanos, it's got Thanos, but with, uh, with the, uh, what is it? Thanos, you know, with the, the rings or, uh, infinity stones, but (laughs) he's showing like money, credit card, wallet, it's got his face plastered on Thanos and he's about to snap. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I gotta give, you gotta give credit where credit's due. Uh, still sticking on that PlayStation news train. <laughs> Gets me every time. Um, PlayStation confirmed that Japan studio will be quote unquote reorganized. Um, within the company. So for the most part, that means that the, in layman's terms, it pretty much means that, uh, the studio is going down, the shutting the studio down, shutting the studio down, yo, they shutting the studio down. <laughs> then PlayStation is going to come back and be like, you know what? All right. Y'all did good. We, we turn in the studio back on <laughs> literally an hour later. All right. Y'all been messing up. We shutting the studio down. Then it just, it just, it just becomes that cycle until somebody eventually just gives up. But man, uh, this is very concerning. I have to say, uh, uh, 
in terms of the potential impact, at least it feels like that they're just no longer embracing the Japanese, um, what feels like origins of PlayStation, but I know maybe that's not a hundred percent true, but it feels like a lot of Japanese games were very, you know, I don't know, essential in, in making PlayStation what it is today. If that makes sense. Excluding like third party, you know, publishers, developers, whatever. But this is very concerning. I have to say, I don't know. Uh, we'll have to see what this actually comes to be down the road, but I don't know. Just totally getting rid of the Japan studio. That just does not feel right. I feel like PlayStation has always been closely tied to the Japanese market uh, in a lot of ways. Um, so it's kind of weird now to see it like that, but I know generally the most popular consoles in Japan are more portable based, I guess, considering the, the, that nature in Japan. So it's, uh, it's weird. It's just weird. You know, it's weird. It's the only way I can describe it. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Uh, moving on. Um, let's see here. I've been missing, missing my time codes. It's all bad. I'm gonna have to do all this in post. I'm just creating more work for myself. That's what I do. That's what I do. Uh, BlizzCon line, BlizzCon online, BlizzCon line. Uh, happened last Friday, I believe. Uh, it seemed very weird in terms of the format. It seemed like it was, it was live and then it wasn't, but it is, but it was not. Uh, it's, I guess the weird part about it was that they were, it seemed like they were streaming live, but at the same time they were releasing a lot of their pre-recorded stuff at the same time, if that makes sense, or it just wasn't showing on my feeds in terms of like uh, live feeds of the, of the event. It was very weird. I don't know. Maybe I just wasn't in the right loop about stuff, but, uh, either way there was a decent amount to be, uh, dissected from it for sure. Uh, one of the bigger ones is world of Warcraft burning crusade classic coming in 2021. So I guess this is the next iteration of, of, um, world of Warcraft vanilla, I believe. Cause I think vanilla already released. Uh, and I think this is the next thing for vanilla. I want to say, let me do some brief, brief checking. Yeah, I believe so. I guess it's like, <laughs> it seems like now they're gradually releasing the classic versions of each, each, uh, I don't know, expansion, which is kind of interesting when you think about it. Just if you really want that hardcore experience, there you go. And then on top of that, which at least I think is pretty big as somebody who's not even that in the Diablo, uh, Diablo two resurrected, which is basically just a, a remaster of Diablo uh, two, but with a couple of added, uh, additions, um, cross progression. I know it was a big one. Also on PC, Xbox series, XS, Xbox series, sex, Xbox one, PlayStation five, PlayStation four and Nintendo switch. And particularly with the Nintendo, uh, Nintendo switch, which is pretty dope. 
is uh it does support cross save um so you can uh be, be playing hardcore on diablo 4 uh uh get my ass beat uh uh i got I, <laughs> i'm trying to think of uh <laughs> what the flow is like in that game but i'm not playing it that much i can't even remember <laughs> but um basically uh you could be playing on pc you know making that progress and then uh when you want to have to go somewhere going out of town whatever you can uh, just transfer your save to the switch play on the switch and then you know you come back same old same old which is pretty damn awesome i for one endorse cross save any as much as possible to as many platforms as possible. Uh, I may be speaking as someone who owns multiple consoles, but hey, I mean, regardless, most people nowadays, if anything, either have a PC and or some other console minimum in some other, obviously other cases, people just have just have a um, just have a uh, PC, but generally Hey, you know what I mean? Um, it's been an interesting debate. I know, uh, this game in terms of, uh, with the, um, the fantasy league I'm in, if this game is, uh, considered a remaster or a remake, uh, but I guess ultimately they decided remake, but I don't know. It feels like they said they keep the, they kept the game pretty much, you know, what it was intact, but they just put, you know, graphical improvements over it all. And I think multiplayer, and that's pretty much it, uh, to my understanding. Let me look at some of the details real quick. Remaster audio include music, 7.1 sound, remade 3d models. Uh, Oh, that's pretty cool. You can, you can do the classic, uh, remake toggle where you can, um, you can uh, toggle between the the, um, the original game uh, look as well as the upgraded HD look, which is, that's a pretty dope touch. The original game is still running all gameplay mechanics and timings at original 25, 25 FPS under the hood. Um, may possibly support ultra wide monitors. Uh, controller support, including PC. That's pretty big. Cause I, I always recall Diablo being strictly PC, uh, based especially with the mouse and stuff. And of course, console ports, uh, shared stash. I'm not sure what that necessarily means. Uh, maybe with all your characters, uh, optional classic mode for vanilla experience without, um, the expansion content. Diablo three Diablo two classic players will have original stash, uh, mod support offline. That's pretty cool. Uh, no co no couch co-op though. That's a bit of a bummer, but you can do local play via switch, which is pretty cool. That's a, that's a pretty decent, uh, trade off I'd say. And then online full online support with modern battle net cross progression. Like I said before, no cross play, but you can see every platform on leaderboards possibly could be implemented later. Uh, 
don't need internet to play offline characters. Won't need to worry about realm downs. I don't know what that means. Friends list. I guess it integrates with the battle.net friends list. So yeah, all in all, uh, I hear this is like, this is like the bees knees of, I don't know, RPGs are one of the classic, at least PC games of all time. So I'm definitely gonna, gonna take that plunge and, uh, you may never hear from me ever again after whenever this comes out. So don't think we got a release date yet though. Let me double check. Uh, no, just 2021. So no release date yet. Uh, sticking in line with that. Uh, they also revealed another game called the blizzard arcade collection, uh, which launched, uh, that Friday. It includes the lost Vikings, rock and roll racing, and Blackthorn for, uh, 1999. Uh, the biggest one for me personally that I have a pretty decent amount of nostalgia for is freaking rock and roll racing. Um, I used to watch it a lot, watch my brother, uh, brother play that a lot. And, uh, I played it a decent amount as well. I think with him at, at some point, but that one's definitely, uh, I think worth the uh, admission for me personally. So, and you do have interesting, a lot of options too with it. So like pretty much for all three games, you can, switch between the SNES and Genesis version, I guess with except black, uh, Blackthorn, which I believe, I guess it, I would assume there wasn't a, a Genesis version, uh, the definitive ver- version of each, which I, I believe at least for most of these games, it's, um, uh, adjusted to that, our current aspect ratio 16 by nine. And I think upgraded graphics slightly in terms of, you know, smoothing out stuff and other things like that. I'd assume, um, a museum with some, uh, behind the scenes stuff, um, and a four player versus mode specifically for rock and roll racing. That is pretty awesome. Cause I think you're only limited. You were limited to the two player versus in the original game. So that's pretty welcomed. I'd say, uh, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna boy. I'm, I'm going back. I'm going back to that, that awesome soundtrack. And I think that was another cool uh, aspect too. the, they remastered the soundtrack, but of course you can also play the classic soundtrack as well. So as that rock and roll wasting is worth it alone for me. So I'm just saying, and then probably the biggest, or at least for me personally, it seems the biggest aspect of, uh, this BlizzCon line is that they revealed Overwatch 2, or at least more information regarding it. Uh, They were kind of everywhere in terms of like the details about the game. They touched on uh, a lot of the PVE stuff, which seems to be very, uh, it seems to be very, very varied and interesting across a lot of avenues, if that makes sense in terms of like, there's a lot of different various missions you can do on each of the maps, which I assume will, will also incorporate the old maps from overwatch one as well. Um, and like some one detail I remember is that like, if you're doing a payload, but against enemies, sometimes the payload would actually go to a totally different direction, which I, you know, obviously for PVP wouldn't really be feasible, but for PVE, uh, seems to be totally fine. So, 
that's pretty cool. They showed redid, uh, redesigns of some of the characters. Um, they're okay, I guess. I don't know. I have to see it in action and, you know, spend more time seeing these characters to see how I feel now that we have like a comparison to the original Overwatch. Um, what else? They showed a new character. Uh, well, I think she was shown before, but they never showed her gameplay, which they gave us a little bit. I, I think her name was Sun Sanala. Let me look it up. Let me look it up. What was her name? What was her name? her name sojourn that's what it is sojourn so it seems like uh what they were saying is that this character she's like black and she got uh got white hair with the dreads um she looks or how she played at least in the trailers that she seems to be very how do you even describe it very uh what they were saying was like old school shooter s like quake uh kind of like yeah, her character seemed like a love letter to Quake, it felt like, because she had a real gun and she uh, very much her play style seemed to very much reward like accuracy more than anything. So uh, it's yet to be seeing how she fully plays. Um, obviously, I would assume we will get that whenever two comes out. Uh, at least I'm pretty sure they confirmed that it's not coming out in 2021, at least. So uh, that game I gambled on boy and I lost that um so there was that and was there anything else specifically they were talking about a couple of changes to like the general gameplay of Overwatch where I think I know a lot of this is subject to change though but one was interesting is that I think there's going to be five characters instead of six uh potentially and then in terms of the roles specifically, there's going to be some differences there where, uh, role wise, it seems specifically that, uh, there's more emphasis on the tanks. It felt like at least what they were bringing attention to. So that's pretty cool. Um, uh, and of course a lot of various other stuff, but it's hard to fully, I guess, really go off on not knowing if a lot of this is going to be concrete and considering their development, status right now it seems to be very yet to be determined but hey i'm excited for it and as well it seems obviously i don't think they ruled out the uh, i guess it was pretty much confirmed anyway but you know the natural integration if you uh just want to want to stick with overwatch one since overwatch two is mainly just the pve stuff that you will be purchasing in it for so all in all i'm loving it i'm loving it We'll, we'll, we'll see when we get it, but <laughs> I'm loving, I'm loving, um, what next? Da, 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 da. Oh yeah. Anthem. Anthem next has been canceled. has been canceled. 
So, uh, I think in uh, one of the previous episodes I was talking about Anthem, but it uh, looks like that game is no more now because uh, they did, uh, I guess there was a bit, big week they were going to determine whether they were going to proceed with development or not, but it looks like nay. So, uh, at least officially they announced on uh, Bioware's uh, site. Um, in the spirit, let me, let me read the statement in the spirit of transparency and closure. We wanted to share that we've made the difficult decision to stop our new development work on Anthem, AKA Anthem next. We will, however, continue to keep the Anthem live service running as it exists today. Since Anthem's launch, the team has been working hard to continually improve the game, releasing multiple updates that brought with them a variety of improvements and introduced new content to play towards the end of the 2019 we expanded on that effort and started working on a more fundamental restructure of the game. I know this will be disappointing to the community of Anthem players who have been excited to see the improvements we've been working on. It's also disappointing for the team who were doing brilliant work. And for me personally, Anthem is what brought me to Bioware and the last two years have been some of the most challenging and rewarding experience in my career. Um, Game development is hard. Decisions like this are not easy. Moving forward, we need to laser focus on our efforts as a studio and strengthen the next Dragon Age and Mass Effect titles while continuing the, to provide quality updates to Star Wars The Old Republic. So, R.I.P. Anthem. We barely knew ye. Um, pour one out. I'm glad I didn't bite the bullet. <laughs> uh, I was debating, but I was like, yeah. Something about it just didn't sit right with me. And looks like uh it's technically kinda right. So um Yeah. Moving on. Uh the fighting game round table uh took place this uh last Saturday, I think. Um, some decent announcements and news, but I guess the main focus, well, it depends on who you ask. I guess the focus was the talk to have, uh, the various game fighting game, uh, developers, uh, you know, have a discussion in terms like the current state of fighting games. Um, at least this, this, uh, go around the episode was about, or, uh, this event was about. Uh, they, they emphasize a lot on rollback net code and well, I guess, uh, advocating ethernet over Wi-Fi, which personally, I do agree with that sentiment. Obviously everybody can't abide by it, but you know, trying to be as fair as possible about it as you can without, you know, trying to alienate or completely alienate a lot of other people, you know, so that seemed to be a big point, uh, you know, just, uh, addressing, uh, the, the increase in ethernet players over Wi-Fi and things like that. Um, but yeah, one interesting thing is that the fact that they, and you know, guilty gear strive kind of ruined this for a lot of things, to be honest, it literally showed that you can make a fighting game with throwback net code and it does work and doesn't necessarily matter specifically on your, your internet connection for that. But of course, obviously it does help in a lot of ways, but yeah, yeah. Um, 
So that I recall being a big topic. Um, a lot of other miscellaneous stuff that I don't recall, you know, amongst them in terms of development, uh, developing games under the COVID conditions and stuff like that. Um, then after that, they pretty much got into the announcements for the most part. Um, the first one, which is very like weird, random, what the fuck (laughs) is they show one of the most briefest trailers teasers. I mean, uh, cause that's definitely what it is. That's like a small teaser for a teaser, but I guess that's a teaser, but, uh, they showed a, a teaser trailer for a Poland prime minister character and that was it. So apparently the next character DLC character is going to be a prime minister of Poland. Um, she got the white hair. She got a scar on her face because <laughs> all Poland people have scars on their face, obviously. Right. Of course. Um, and I guess she's going to be more further revealed at um, the Tekken. I forgot what you even call it. A Tekken Tekken fist <laughs> Tekken fist championship. That's what it is. Of course. It's what it is. If you you're not a Tekken player because you would have known that, um, so it would have been cool to see her play. But I guess that this is probably my gripe so far with uh, fighting game round table. I feel like everybody does show up and you know talk, which I think honestly that's understandably the biggest I guess goal of that is to you know have people join together and, you know, discuss fighting game community and, you know, development process. But it feels like everybody just like it's briefly showing their cards, but not, you know, to the desirable point of making, of going to these, these events or watching these events fully worth it, which that's starting to be my gripe. We'll see with the, the next couple ones, but I don't know. I just don't know. Um, so, uh, we had that next, uh, Arika, they, they dropped a bomb, a fighting EX layer. <laughs> I gotta do it. Fighting, fighting EX, EX layer, another Ooh. dash. So <laughs> now it's for switch. Um, uh, it's, what's very funny to me, at least I acknowledge it when I was watching it with my roommate, uh, was that, um, uh, they were showing gameplay, uh, presumably for the switch version. And it looked, it was like literally no performance hit, no compromise for that game at all. It looked like it ran pretty decent for the pretty, pretty much fine. Uh, almost equally to the PlayStation four version, which is, I find that very funny. So, um, yeah, But all in all, it seems like they may, they're making a lot of decent improvements. Um, uh, apparently the net code is better. Uh, they call it delayed based backstep interrupt. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll update to robot net code after release uh, apparently. So we'll see how that, that goes. Um, I think there was a card system to the game, but they, I think they revamped it now where you can, use all three, which kind of, you know, I think opens up the gameplay a bit, at least from what I briefly played from the game. So I'm looking forward to it. I'll give it a shot. 
fighting <laughs> fighting ex layer another dash <laughs> uh that's so arika that that title is so arika i appreciate it though i do uh then after that we had the uh samurai showdown we got a more in-depth look look at cham cham um and then also i guess the, again all this all this damn dick teasing and nobody <laughs> All this damn, all this damn dick teasing. Nobody sucking. <laughs> uh, uh, let me stop. Uh, so samurai spirits, uh, in guilty gear. So there's going to be a guest guilty gear, uh, character that's going to be in the next, um, uh, season pass or the next character in the season pass three for samurai spirits, AKA Shamurai <laughs> Shamurai showdown. Shamurai showdown. Oh, <laughs> uh, I hate it and love it at the same time. Shamurai showdown. <laughs> hey, Billy, you want to play some Shamurai showdown? <laughs> you literally have to say that. There's no exception. Whew. Um. After that, they uh. Revealed uh, King of Fighters 15, the next character, Chizuru Kagura. Hopefully I, I did that justice, but actually, you know what? Chizuru Kigura. <laughs> Chizuru Kigura. <laughs> I'm having too much fun with that, I am. Uh, so I guess she forms the team sacred treasures between, uh, I'm going to fuck these names up so hard. I want to say Keo and I'm probably wrong. The dude with the red hair and you know what? I'm not even going, I'm not even going to embarrass myself like that. Uh, the, the three character, three iconic characters from King of fighters that you should know. I'm just, I don't know, but I'm just testing you because you should know. So, yeah, <laughs> if you did, know. <laughs> if you did know, <laughs> I don't like it. Um, then after that, we got, I know, a reveal for Guilty Gear Strive as the, I believe the last base character of the game. Um, I remember her. She was cute. She got that. She got the big hat. She got the, she got the, I don't even know what you call it. The demon hat where she'd be eating stuff and shooting, shooting stuff out of his mouth with her hat. I like it. I like it. Makes my nipples hard, but I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just, just acknowledging the obvious. <laughs> Stating the obvious. Um, so she looks cool. Um, I think that was it for, oh, ugh. Then freaking uh, Capcom, the Street Fighter people, they basically re-announced what they already announced earlier in the week, I want to say. And then on top of that, of course, what do we get? Uh, hey, you want to you want to play um, play against play against Wolverine and and Deadpool and Venom and Hulk, Hulk, She-Hulk. And 
you know, Marvel again. Yeah. Well, hey, we we got we got um we got a game for you uh Fortnite because we got Chun-Li and Ryu in the game now. So Yeah. Yeah. We got Chun Chun Chun-Li and Ryu Chun-Li and Ryu in in the, in the game. <laughs> like they're trying to get some reaction, I, don't, I guess. So uh yeah, in uh and more characters I like coming to Fortnite, which I don't like. Um, I'm telling you my only, my hugest gripe with Fortnite is that the game is literally based on building. Like pretty much you can't win the game. Well, maybe unless by luck or if, you know, people aren't using it, but unless you build, that's pretty much the only way you can really be competent in the game. It feels like, which I don't really like that aspect of Fortnite. So I've, and I've, trust me, I've tried a few times. I'm like, all right, all right, let me try. Let me try some Fortnite. All right. All right. Let me try some for it. I could just never get into it. I, I buckled and bought a John Wick skin and, and then I just like, uh, now I'm over it. I don't, and then, yeah, so Chun-Li and Ryu. And then, then they had the damn trailer where, you know, they, they in the classic uh, Street Fighter 2. Then who, this damn Jigaboo joined uh, this motherfucking, the fucking generic blonde haired, blue eyed fucking, you know, colonizer of a uh, fucking, fucking, fucking video game. <laughs> Came and freaking, you know, teleported his ass while Ryu and Chun-Li were having a fight. And he's like, hey, you guys coming you coming in a Fortnite. I don't care what y'all say. And then now we got Ryu and Chun-Li in damn Fortnite now. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. And, you know, keeping in line with that, uh, of, uh, yet another epic character that, uh, I, I, I recently actually like now that have, has also joined Fortnite, uh, freaking Ripley, and the xenomorph for uh from alien is also coming to fortnite you know so this is like one of the biggest crossovers <laughs> ever in games and yeah feels kind of bad we're 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 reu and wolverine are fighting in a in Fortnite before Marvel versus Capcom four. Yeah, that just feels how depressing does that feel? You know what I mean? Not not to take any way from take away from any people that thoroughly enjoy Fortnite, not trying to rain on anybody's parade. Just personally, that's just not my preference and it's a bit frustrating. Um that uh, you know, a game I wanted to like, I want to like, but I don't is uh getting all these characters I really do like for a game I don't like, you know. It hurts. It's like torture, but even torture <laughs> So, yeah.
sorry, not to depress anybody, but you know, I just had to state, you know, cover, cover these topics. You know what I mean? Just trying to, just trying to do my job, you know, uh, moving on. Um, Tony Hawk's pro skater one and two, uh, confirmed to be getting next gen updates for PS five, Xbox series X. But in addition, is also coming to Nintendo Switch. <laughs> um, uh, all on March 26th, uh, these uh, are coming out. Uh, another cool aspect, a paid upgrade of $10 if you have the current gen uh, game. Uh, but it is free for those who bought the digital deluxe edition of the game. So, um, oh, I didn't. That's cool. I didn't need, I don't think I knew that a variety of grades such as super, uh, super crisp 120 FPS at 1080p, uh, native 4k at 60 FPS spatial audio and more. That's pretty dope. And then of course the switch version. And I saw the, tw- uh, the switch trailer. It looks pretty good. I think the only, you know, uh, I guess compromise is, uh, that it's 30 FPS instead of, um, 60, but other outside of that looks pretty damn close to the, uh, console versions. It seems like at least, you know, I guess obviously take YouTube video with a grain of salt in terms of compression and stuff. But outside of that, it it does look pretty good. Does look pretty damn good. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, so I mean, it's mandatory. I mean, Thoroughly enjoyed the PlayStation four version. Hey, I'm a, I'm a double dip. I'm a double dip. You, you better believe I'm double. I'm, I'm, I am dipping that chip so far in that dip. It's not even gonna look like a chip no more. <laughs> it ain't even gonna look like a chip anymore. You hear me? It ain't gonna look like a chip. Chip in your dip. That is all. Thank you very much. Uh, next topic. If you see me uh, typing stuff, I'm, I'm literally typing codes for the next topic so I can actually be organized. Um, Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Ooh. I'm sorry, I might need to go off on this. Fatality. Friendship. Friendship? Fatality <laughs> was another one. Um, I just got to get it all out right now. Um, brutality. Oh, man. That, oh, that felt good. Um <laughs> All right. So, uh, Mortal Kombat movie, uh, tweeted as well as uh, a couple others, uh, that Mortal Kombat, the red band trailer has become the most viewed red band trailer of all time. Currently, uh, 160, 116 million views in its first week. So I'd say it's safe to say, uh, people fiending for that Mortal Kombat. I mean, we fiending, we fiending. That kind of makes sense considering how like 
I think it's technically the highest selling fighting game of all time. Technically. I believe that I think that's true. That technically is the highest selling fighting game of all time. Even, um, um, surpassing street fighter, I believe. I think, yeah, especially with the, the weird funkiness of, of five. Um, I would assume that's the case. Um, actually, I think we can fact check that right now. Um, best selling fighting game. Uh, it might be smash actually, but yeah, smash is technically the best selling fighting game of all time, but I know what's up there. Yeah. We can look at best selling fighting games. So Smash Brothers Ultimate is number one. Street Fighter 2 is two. Um, Smash Brothers Brawl is three. Mortal Kombat X is four. Um, damn, Mortal Kombat 11 isn't even in there. Wow. Number four, that's pretty good though. Actually, in these, I don't know. Street Fighter 2 is kind of cheating because it's so many versions of Street Fighter 2, which one is actually being like, I don't know, uh, you know, counted. Um, so that's a little, that's, that's kind of up for debate. I, I guess, I guess it must be collectively. I don't know. Either way, number four is pretty good. It's up there. So, but yeah, I mean, Hey, hopefully this movie delivers. Oh, best believe I'm watching it. Uh, day one on HBO max, uh, for certain, for certain, I'm gonna see, um, see Jack's make a Steve Harvey joke while he uh, bashes somebody head in. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be great, but it's good to see. Um, you know, it's definitely a very good indicator that people are furl for Salon Mortal Kombat. Dare I say, uh, fatal, fate, fate, um, fatality for, for, for Mortal Kombat. That was, attempt at the joke. I'm sorry. It uh, didn't work out. I apologize. So finally that covers all of the news for this, uh, this week. Uh, let's get into what I've been playing, which actually <laughs> hasn't been much this week. Surprisingly, um, modern warfare, I keep playing it and I keep, I keep enjoying it. So I keep playing it. <laughs> Actually I was grinding. Uh, I, I did say what I was going to do. I got to, uh, rank 200, which I guess is at least for most people. It seems like in the call of duty community, that seems to be like the goal where pretty much after you get the 200 people just generally quit after that. Cause it's really, is not, not necessarily any incentive because technically you can reach a thousand, but there's not necessarily any incentive to do so. Um, and getting to rank 1000, that, that just, you literally have to only play that game only. And that just is too unrealistic for somebody like me that loves to play and dabble in a lot of games, uh, coming out and stuff like that. So that's a no go for me personally, but Hey, to each his own. But, um, I, uh, got some of the unlocks, a lot of the challenges actually taking advantage of the shipment, uh, or shoot the ship playlist. Um, 
I uh, got all my camos for the my shield. Got all the camos for my uh, melee weapons. My my Cali sticks and my uh, Kodachis. Um, it's great. So now I'm trying to grind out uh, the launchers, and I think I just have launchers, uh, marksman rifles, and snipers left, and I will have officially earned the Damask Damascus. Damascus uh, camo. Uh, this is probably my first time ever completing a camo, uh, uh, you know, full camo challenge for a Call of Duty game. So, hey, I'm enjoying it. So, and uh, yeah. Uh, so after that, uh, I actually got into the Guilty Gear Stride beta as well this past weekend. Um, I have to say, <clears throat> as somebody who somebody who plays fighting games um how do i even describe it i say casually i think casually casually is pretty accurate somebody who plays fighting games pretty decently casually excuse me i'll sip sip my water stay hydrated um I thoroughly enjoyed uh, the beta for Strive. Definitely has a lot of promise for certain. Um, I was I was grinding with uh, Nagori Yuki. Uh, I was practicing some of the combos. Uh, I'm liking him. It's he's definitely he's definitely a very risk reward character, which weirdly is kind of up my alley because that is generally like the playstyle I do like. I do like I do love risk and reward. Um, so I am actually thoroughly enjoyed him a lot. Um, I messed with the uh, multiplayer, which is pretty cool and fun. Uh, I guess people had issues with the multiplayer lobbies in terms of how it looks and stuff. Uh, it wasn't necessarily a big issue for me, I guess, because I personally just uh, train uh, and then somebody and then I match make while I'm training for a match. Um, so it wasn't a big deal to me, at least where I was at. But. Um, so yeah, did that, um, mess with a couple of other characters, Giovanna. She seems pretty cool. Uh, soul, gotta do it. Soul bad guy. Soul, soul bad guy. Soul bad guy. Um, he was pretty, pretty dope. Um, so yeah, I guess a couple observations, at least I was playing with my roommates as well with this one was that uh so, uh some of these characters are ridiculously broken. Um I'm not trying to uh call out any people. Uh Pope Min Bitchkin. Uh, I think that's his I think that's his name. Pope Pop Popman Bitchkin. I'm pretty sure that's his name. Um yeah, he's he's fucking broken as fuck. Oh my God, that he need he need to be nerfed. He, somebody need to put him. Somebody need to give him a give him damn give him a nerf certificate. <laughs> give his ass a nerf gift card or something because he he need it. He need him. He need him so bad. Um. Ugh. Yeah. He just he can. And then I was seeing some YouTube videos as well with his combos. That man, he is unfair. He he. Pop men bitchkin. He need to be patched. 
you need to be nerf his ass to oblivion. I swear to God, please. Um, so you got him. Uh, who else? Who else? Um, I hear a uh, key, the, the Kai, I think it's K Y E <laughs> K Y K Y jelly guy. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Kai, Kai mains. I'm, I'm, I apologize. I apologize. If I, if I ever get, if I ever get that low, I may, I may use that one. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, he, I believe he's pretty, pretty broken. Um, who else? I guess that's all really outside of that. Everybody else is, um, pretty, oh my God. Goddamn, goddamn hell. What the hell? Excuse me. Um, he's pretty broken, but, um, outside of that, it's a pretty great experience specifically online, which is, you know, damn near the make or break thing for fighting games nowadays, especially considering our current conditions we're in right now. Um, yeah, this is some of the best net code I've played in. Like I can't even remember. Um, so I am thoroughly enjoying it. Um, I guess one other issue it's not really necessarily related, but I guess the iffiness of fight stick support for games. Cause like, uh, this type of game, I feel most comfortable playing with a fight pad. And actually that's kind of been what I've been moving towards now for fighting games in general, uh, over fight sticks. I feel like I'm just more accurate with fight pads over fight sticks, but, um, I guess weirdly enough, um, this game doesn't support, maybe it will when the, when the retail game comes out, but doesn't support at least fight pads, but I guess that's more so a PlayStation issue where it doesn't necessarily support fight pads. So, um, that kind of sucks, but, uh, I guess I think it, for some weird reason, it will technically support fight sticks, but not fight pads. So may eventually have to bite the bullet or maybe might need to get a workaround, but I feel like I may be better off just biting the bullet and, um, well, whenever they release five pads for the PlayStation five, but, um, probably the only other gripe I guess I had, but you know, it's obviously uncontrollable, not necessarily the game to blame. I think that's just more of a PlayStation five operating system issue, but all in all, I thoroughly enjoyed it. The gameplay for sure seems very balanced. It, it seems to be probably one of the most user new user friendly games I've played in terms of like fighting games and, you know, introducing people to fighting games. It seems to be very welcoming in terms of introducing people who maybe haven't played a fighting game or maybe is just curious. I say this is definitely a great starting point because it uh, definitely gives you a lot of education and uh, explains a lot of things to you to, to get a grasp of stuff. So highly recommend it. Uh, I'm definitely going to get it when it comes out. Uh, de- this definitely sold me. I was kind of on the fence at first, but this definitely sold me. Of course, they got a black samurai vampire. How could I not get it? How could I not? It's literally blade, but a samurai. You can get, you gotta get it. <laughs> so outside of that, that's pretty much all of what I've been playing. Uh, so to get into what I've been watching, uh, Boy, oh boy, 
I watched actually a lot of stuff recently. Uh, of course, episode seven of WandaVision. Uh, man, pretty damn good. Pretty damn, pretty damn good. Uh, huge spoilers for Wanda uh, Vision episode seven. If you have not watched it, I don't know who you are, or I, I just don't know you. I just don't know you. I can never talk to you. <laughs> um, hey, all I'm gonna say, it, it was, was Alaco, Agatha all along. Hey, got the pipes. I'm just saying. Um, got it one more time. It was Agatha all along. Uh, yeah, I guess that's the, what that's probably going to be the theme of 2021. <laughs> I'm just bumping, uh, uh, you know, black people done got a hold of it and, and made a whole remix out of it. it it's, it's, it's tragic. It's, <laughs> it's tragic. Uh, it's just picking up too much steam. It's gaining too much power. It's gaining too much power. Um, <laughs> uh, it's funny though. I mean, it's probably the, the the biggest non-surprise of all time, I'd say. I mean, it was the writing was on the wall. I mean, we just got the validation, which was, you know, pretty good too, but it's like I mean, all the theories and, and everything is like it's it was a done deal. And of course we got that validation this episode where, you know, hey, it was that the all along. So you get that. Um what else? Oh yeah, of course. Uh, it seemed like photons powers awakened or were attained. I guess that's still kind of up in the air. If that's like what her situation is, like what events happened before this, that maybe she might've had the powers all along or they awakened or she just attained them during that moment. I don't know, but it was pretty cool. You know, uh, Monica, you know, got into the shield. I'm very much truncating this episode, got through the shield uh, I guess the theme of this episode was uh, Malcolm in the Middle, which is, was it? No, I'm mixing that. I think that was episode six. This one was The Office, and I think uh, rec, recreational, <laughs> recreational Family. Uh, I totally butchered that. I know. House Parks and Rec, I think, um, where, you know, it's a office-style uh, camera style where it's, like, a little shaky, and, uh, and then there's, like, post-interviews, like, uh, during scenes or between scenes and stuff. So, um, there was that. And then, uh, uh, yeah, Monica was came coming to save, uh, Wanda, uh, or, you know, um, trying to help her out, get her out. And then, you know, Wanda was like, no. And then she, you know, use her powers. Uh, she, she, <laughs> she was about to, about to throw, uh, Monica's ass again. Monica was like, no, I've had enough. And then, you know, when she was about to get dropped, she's like, nope, superhero landing. You ain't going to get me, bitch. <laughs> she, she, she had the, the most cold, one of the most coldest superhero landings, uh, known to man. Um, she's like, wait a minute. <laughs> I saw a meme on Twitter when that happened. Cause she's like, this was all happening outside the neighborhood of her, over uh, in the front of her house. And, you know, uh, Monica's like combating her. She's like, no, what you going to do? You ain't going to do shit, blah, blah, blah. And then all the, all the neighbors, oh, oh, what, oh, shit. What are you going to do, Wanda? You ain't going to take that. (laughs) Uh, That was funny. But, um, yeah, so it was that. And then, uh, what's her name? Diffuse the situation. 
and you know the kids are gone so we don't know what happened to the kids because Agatha had the kids and now they're not to be seen and you know and you know Agatha bit a kid once so I mean what are we going to do with that I mean you know it's all the all the all the the stars are aligning you know so um so then they get to her lair and then then she gets trapped and uh um or mind controlled and then monica comes to save her during the 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 credits or mid credits and then um fucking fucking pietro whoever this dude is mephisto looking rabbit looking um you know he like snoop is gonna snoop I'm like, all right, so are you going to help me or what we going <laughs> to They just cut there and like, what's going to happen after that? I don't know, but we'll see tonight. Well, if you're, if you're a uh, Pacific time, it's uh it premieres midnight for us, but, uh, that's, I'm definitely watching it at midnight. Cause woo, uh, technically two episodes left, including this one tonight. So. Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready. Um, oh, and then there's still this cameo that's supposed to happen in the next few episodes. We don't even know what that, who that is still. It's apparently who, uh, somebody who, um, uh, the vision actor has wanted to work with for a long time. So, I mean, it's like, it's gotta be somebody reputable, somebody like established seasoned or something, but we'll see. Um, will Mephisto reveal itself? Is Pietro Mephisto um, who, uh, um, are these hoes, <laughs> these hoes loyal? Find out on the next episode of WandaVision. Whatever. So, uh, also <laughs> side note, I was, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm eating this shit up. So, uh, to kind of satiate that, that immense, uh, a uh, hunger, uh, for WandaVision, I've been, uh, trying to appease that by watching a uh, YouTube, um, theory videos to, you know, uh, kind of, uh, get some expectations. And also I do like using YouTube as a, what do you call it? A analytical like tool to kind of deep, not decompress, but fully absorb what I've, what I've consumed already. If that makes sense where, you know, you know, a lot of details go over your head and you don't think about, I do appreciate you too, for kind of adding more emphasis or like, Hey, here's something that you missed. And they're like, Oh crap, man. Ah, that totally makes sense now. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? So I've been eating that up and, uh, you know, I've talked about a little bit briefly on Twitter is that some of these theories, <laughs> the amount of reach is, uh, is immaculate. I have to say like, so it's like, man, Hey, Wanda, um, if you look on her right butt cheek, if, uh, if, uh, you know, she, um, farts two times, she could, uh, create yet even more mutants. So keep on the lookout for that. If she farts in a hexagon two times, she's going to spawn the mutants. Trust me. Trust me on this one. All right. Uh, you you guys, huh? You guys aren't WandaVision fans. Huh? Huh? You guys are <laughs> You guys are, <laughs> you guys are Marvel fans. Um, so yeah, loving WandaVision, uh, attack on Titan. 
Uh, I still don't know what's going on, actually. <laughs> I, I, oh, yeah, no. Okay, last episode, uh, Gabby, bitch Gabby, and bitch other dude. I don't even know his name because he ain't even important to me because he's a bitch as well. But uh, they uh, escaped and killed a, killed a dude because they bitches. Uh, and they ran and were trying to find some salvation. And they found this, I guess, uh, town uh, where I guess apparently a lot of orphans are. And then, you know, uh, Gabby has his old, you know, her bitch ass talking about, oh, they never should have took my family, blah, blah, blah. Like, bitch, you, you destroyed our family first, you know, killing Aaron's mom and shit. Fuck you, bitch. All right. So (laughs) I'm sorry. Clearly, I have a lot of disdain towards it, Gabby, if you haven't picked that up. But I digress. Um, So, you know, they have a little back and forth here and there. And, you know, they're, they, they, um, uh, we, how do you say it? Uh, acclimate. Yeah. Acclimate to staying with them. And then, uh, I guess she takes them to where her, um, the, the lady, the, the girl, uh, I forgot her name that, uh, found the two, um, and explain like what happened in height in very, uh, detailed fashion that, uh, you know, why would the Titans kill her mom and they didn't do anything, you know? Uh, and then she said, but y'all did it to us too. And then she like went off on her, went off on Gabby. I wanted her just wanted to, wanted her to just, just give her one solid one in the cheek. Just, just for me, just for me. Uh, but that unfortunately didn't happen. Uh, at least she felt the guilt either way. So, Hey, take what we can, you know, take what we can towards Gabby. Cause, uh, I don't know if it's going to be death, but I hope it is. I really do. We'll see. Um, so that's at least the gist of what I got for that. Then, uh, I actually got around to, it's been on my list for a long, the longest time ever. Like I should really watch this, but I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm not a big horror movie person. So I was like, oh no, man. I was like, I need to, because of all the, the, so many pop culture references, I feel like it's, it's an injustice for me to not watch this because that's where I'm that's where I'm kind of at now uh, in terms of movie watching. Like my my barometers, like, are there a lot of cultural references to it? OK, I should probably watch this. <laughs> so just so I could get that understanding and not feel left out, even though I through various other pop culture references, I kind of acclimated to that, if that makes sense. But nonetheless, I literally watched the whole alien quadrilogy. Uh, I guess I don't think you technically count Prometheus and um, Alien Covenant, even though I heard they suck. I watched Prometheus a, a while back around when it came out, but watched Alien 1. It's pretty great. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I totally get the the, the, the fans and the, the appreciation uh, for it. Um, and I think it definitely holds up. Um, I know... Uh, I think what was very, I guess, um, praised by that is that they didn't use him too much in terms of the alien, in terms of showing him. I know a lot of the tension was built by not, um, showing him and knowing he's around and can come at any time, which I thought was pretty cool. I think that's an interesting angle of horror. I never necessarily, necessarily have been exposed to. I've been pretty much exposed to like the immensely gory, uh, graphic violence, 
but not necessarily the more, I guess, tension building, uh, horror, uh, which is weirdly starting to get me, uh, get me, um, interested in horror now. So I may feel starting to feel more comfortable, um, getting into horror now, weirdly enough. So you got that. Um, alien two was just weird. Uh, it was good though. It had a lot of good moments. Like, uh, of course the, um, the, um, what do you call it? The, I, I, I'll just, the, the, I'm gonna just call it the alien buster. Cause that's essentially what it was where, you know, she got the alien, uh, mech and, and fuck the shit out of the, not literally, but, uh, of the, uh, I think it was the queen. I believe it was the queen. And then, um, yeah, it, yeah, it was, it was decent. Wasn't as good as the first one. And then, oh boy, there was alien three, which was, uh, boy, that was just bad. I felt like, cause like, uh, I mean, spoilers for like what? 20, 15 year old movies, but like alien three freaking literally killed off both of the characters that survived in the, in the second one. And just, just, (laughs) just totally killed them off. That was just weird. It just seemed like a very weird, I don't know, weird choice. Just immediately kill two characters off, you know, that were in the first one and succeeded. But I guess basically the plot was for alien three days escaped, escaped the ship and, uh, you know, killed the queen. Uh, but a little, did you know, (sighs) you're not an alien (laughs) fan. Little did you know, uh, the queen laid an egg in the, uh, in the pod somehow, 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 some way. And, uh, it, while they were in cryogenic sleep, it broke into, uh, the chamber, I guess it broke one and then the other. And then, um, it seemed like the alien face hugged, uh, the girl from the second movie, but I guess it didn't, I guess it just destroyed her pod. And then it, uh, I guess it was revealed towards the end of three that it was actually Ripley, uh, Ripley who got infected by the face hugger. So yeah. And then towards the end when she, she, uh, you know, she killed herself basically. And then as she was about to die, the, the face hugger popped out of her chest. It's like, okay, I guess. Sure. All right. Uh, Okay. Yeah. It was, and then it was like the, the plot was like, you know, in a prison full of men where there hasn't been a woman. And what do you know, Ripley, the only woman in that, that, uh, you know, uh, facility, um, you know, with a lot of, uh, ex criminals slash murderers slash pedophiles. And, you know, of course, I mean, I was like, right when that, I'm like, okay, there's gotta, there's going to be a rape scene. I already know. I already know. And what do you know? There was an attempted rape scene in the, in the movie. I was like, really? Okay. It just, it just didn't make sense. It's like, really? Why, why do you need to do that? But okay. All right. It just seemed like maybe this was, I think this was in the nineties. The nine, I think it came out in 96. So it was like in a, very, uh, I don't know, shock value esque era. I would assume. I don't know. I mean, Michael Jordan was, was on his prime. I don't, <laughs> let's, 
let's all right let's leave michael jordan out of it. <laughs> he didn't do anything so yeah yeah alien 3 was pretty bad it's like it felt like pretty much each one got worse which is very interesting considering you know but then each one had a totally different director which you know is very weird so after three watched four which basically the plot was like is a uh, four, which is an alien resurrection. And then freaking Ripley was, I still don't even can't even wrap my head around the plot, but apparently from Ripley's blood DNA, they somehow attained. I don't know how they even did that. They met, they were able to successfully recreate, uh, Ripley as well as the, um, the alien that was, uh, she was impregnated with, uh, before she died in three. So there's that. And then, so now she's, there was some weird symbiosis with her and, and when she was recreated. So now she has the properties of, of an alien where she, her blood is, uh, acidic, like, like ridiculously, acidic like the aliens and she has these this abnormal strength and stuff now and then uh, just just describing it just makes me reflect on how bad it kind of was now that I'm thinking about it but I mean it had the action and violence and stuff but uh, so you're on a ship and then Winona Ryder comes in and she's like you find out she's a robot uh, Android, whatever. And she's trying to eradicate, uh, all the aliens, I guess. I'm still unclear about her motives, but, uh, yeah, now I'm thinking about it. It was pretty bad too. Yeah. I see why they stopped after that. Well, they, they could have stopped earlier, but yeah. And they, oh, don't even, oh, I forgot about like, then the alien, uh, the queen that got recreated as well. Uh, she freaking birthed, uh, 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 a human alien baby, a human, uh, human alien baby. So it, it basically looks like an alien, but like with skin and, oh yeah, I'm, I am, oh yeah, it was pretty horrible. The eyes looked creepy as hell. <sighs> yeah, that was pretty bad. That was a pretty bad movie. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty bad. And then after that, they defeated the alien. He got, like, sucked up through, like, a vortex that they created in terms of shooting a hole in the in the spaceship. And, man, it's like, the more I'm describing it, the more it's sounding really dumb. <laughs> I'm, like, really coming to realization, like, how bad the movie is now I'm thinking about it. Uh, and like kind of talking over it. Ugh, yeah, it was pretty bad. But hey, I am now fully educated on the pop culture of Alien, even though I pretty much knew like, okay, face hugger, they can impregnate, impregnate you. And then when they uh, come to be, they uh, burst out your chest and you die. Of course. So I now know. Oh, man, let me, I forgot about the like, it just just very uh what's the word not fan servicey but just very uh i don't know 
like what are you doing so they pick up they survive they um try to save one of the the people that got impregnated by intentionally in that ship by uh a face hugger um and then you know they basically try to he he joins the crew even though we know he's gonna die uh and then of course you know right at the right moment uh when uh the 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 bad guy technically of the 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 crew who's like i guess the head of the ship and you know was piloting this whole covert operation to make a bioweapon and using the aliens and all that and uh that guy that's a you know about to get die basically he like you know out of rage and i don't know somewhat semi-controlled from the alien i think it felt like is that he you know start beating the shit out of the dude and then you know i don't know just just seemed very obviously scripted and like some attempt at fan service i guess is that he you know like when the the alien bursts out your chest he uh you know put gets the guy in a headlock and he's like ooh, 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 and then you know the burst the 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 alien burst from his you know uh chest obviously and then through the dude's head directly and it's like yeah i guess <laughs> all right sure sure it just felt very what's the word like over the top yeah over the top I don't know. It's like, you really had to do that. I guess I don't, I guess. All right. So, uh, yeah, aliens are not that, not that great. The first one was pretty good, but pretty much all the other ones are that they like gradually got worse, <laughs> which I probably could have looked that up, but I was like, you know what? Just keep the fun and suspense for myself. Just at least get some of the understanding and lore, which, I'm appreciative of either way. So now, uh, now I guess I'm trying to go towards alien versus predator. So now I'm starting to watch or planning to watch predator catch up on predator. Cause I've, yes, I've not never watched predator before. So I think I watched one of them. One of the, the later ones, predators or something like that. I forgot what it was called. It was like one of the ones that came out in 2011 ish or something like that. But nonetheless, uh, because I couldn't find it online, I was like, okay, let me just watch something else. And I like, let me hear about, um, the thing I've not seen. No, I've not seen the thing. That's on my list too. That's on my list too of stuff I've missed out on. Um, but I did watch a uh, parasite, which is, I totally had a very different impression of what this movie was and it totally wasn't, which Either way, it was still really good though. Um, but basically a movie, not to spoil it. Well, I mean, I guess spoilers for a parasite if you've not seen it, but when did it come out? 2018, 2017, one of those, maybe 2018 or 2019. I forgot either way. Uh, the plot is, um, cream. Okay. I'll definitely check it out. I shall. Um, pretty very smart story uh basically regarding some con artists uh a family of con artists baby uh mom dad and a son and daughter uh where they basically uh con a rich family into getting jobs and by doing that they basically like have elusive plans to fire 
all of the like respective like people that were working for that rich family. So it starts out with a rich, um, with, uh, the, the main character's friend. I forget, I forget their names. The main character's a friend. Um, I guess he's going, uh, study abroad. Uh, but he used to tutor one of the, from that rich family, the daughter of that family. And, uh, basically he manages the bullshit his way into getting that job. And then, um, I forgot they needed, uh, they had a son in that family as well who needed some like guidance. He was very wild and off the cuff. And then they basically, uh, get him into it. I guess not to go in too much detail, but I guess that's a general gist of it, but it's just very interesting how they come to do that and how like, I guess, smart income conniving they do, uh, with a lot of that. And, uh, it's definitely very well, well written. Um, so yeah, it was pretty funny. And man, that ending was like, I actually didn't know where things would go, but man, I didn't know things would go like that. Uh, that's all I'm gonna say for the ending specifically, but I totally understand the reception, uh, you know, towards Parasite. I was been, you know, highly regarded getting all these awards and I never actually got around to watching it until, yeah, last night. And it was pretty damn good. I have to say it was pretty good. Really good. Very, very good. Um, so yeah, I think that'll conclude, uh, what I've been watching and, uh, yeah, I think we'll, that'll do it episode two switches sites podcast um if you uh like to appreciate this podcast feel free to like rate um all your favorite podcasting platforms at least comes to mind spotify itunes google music or play i forgot which one it is now but google google's platform and of course many others um if you want to watch this podcast live, you can also watch it on Twitch TV slash a switch where I do, uh, stream it live, um, on Thursdays, ideally around five to six ish. If I don't have any work obligations and stuff, uh, outside of that, um, what else you can also catch the archive of this, um, video as well uh, on youtube.com slash a switch it also. So, um, yeah. So outside of that, uh, I got some, uh, WandaVision to eventually watch and, uh, well, I mean, that's at least, <laughs> I mean, you know, everything doesn't matter, but WandaVision does matter. That's all I'll say. <laughs> uh, but, um, outside of that, think that will conclude it for this week episode 93 in the books i keep increasing with the time with these i, I try to keep them low but hey it was a lot of stuff to talk about final fantasy 7 great okay that what was it called on 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 grade on guard on on uncharted damn uncharted un, ungraded un, uncharted uh five by seven uncharted all right okay I'll, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna check it out um either way till next time guys uh don't cough don't 
uh, touch people that don't want to be touched. Uh, get your game on. Oh yeah. Nobody's safe.